0: i uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: Coronado minute the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end or the logger end of the world's end, one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez.
0: I'm Scott Corelli, and I like that you have found your new Nick Jimenez in the news. <laughs> yeah, I did it because <laughs> uh, I didn't have one the other two seasons, did I? No, I don't think so. I think you tried something in um, Shaun of the Dead, and then you abandoned it after sure. a few a few episodes. I think. Like, I don't remember uh, what it was, but it like, wasn't it wasn't anything. It wasn't as special as Nick Jimenez in the news. the news, which just rolled off the tongue. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, today we're preparing to annihilate minute 10, which begins with Oliver standing over Gary and ends with Gary asking Oliver about his sister.
0: Yes. Uh, so. Oh, man. So here's another um, small script change uh, here. So uh, you know, Gary's full line of dialogue here is it's about closure. Why should getting older affect something as important as friendship? A lot's changed since then, Oliver. Um, so <laughs> these none of these three things have anything to do with each other. Um, and I th- I think to me that reads
1: as like addict talk or like when you're just throwing out platitudes to see what sticks.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Because none of these have anything to do with each other. They're, this is not a real... Like, none of, none of this means anything. Like, the, it's about closure, which has nothing to do with why should getting older affect something as important as friendship, which has nothing to do – it's actually the opposite of a lot's changed since then, Oliver. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me
1: of classic, like, Tim Beasley at the beginning of Spaced
0: yeah it's like my god
1: like I, you know i cried like a baby at the end of terminator 2 you know like,
0: <laughs> right yeah no it feels like it feels like uh tim and daisy having a conversation with each other out the window and then you realize that they're not actually having a conversation with each other like it's yeah. just yeah it's nonsense it's like they're having two separate conversations and they're being edited okay. together to sound like nonsense
1: because since you mentioned daisy yeah let's go ahead and do this now we do it every season where would you where if you could if you could drop Jessica Hines, Nate Stevenson anywhere in this movie? Where would you put her?
0: Uh, I would have her play the twins. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be that would be great. Uh, I don't know. No, I mean it would be it yeah, would be, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I think I think the twins would be cool. Or um, uh, maybe if we got to meet the Marmalade Sandwich all grown up. If she was one of them. Right. I think that would be cool. Could she
1: have? I mean, is she kind of similar in age to Rosamund Pike?
0: I think so. Yeah. She played Sam. She could have, but I don't think it would have had the same punch effect. effect. Because Rosamund Pike is just like, like a basically a goddess. (laughs) <laughs> um, a- you know and so it's like it's like when you get that line of like you know uh is she still fit uh is she though is she-? and then she says is she what and he's like fit like because it's Rosamond pike and it's like and it, and- i and i love i i look i love i love her i love her to death but like she's not the same kind of uh well she's not a foreign entity Right, she doesn't feel like yeah, yeah. And in the
1: scope of this being a trilogy, Rosamund
0: Pike is like, oh, Rosamund Pike's in this? Sure. Well, she was nobody when this came out because this predated Gone Girl, which put her on the map. Well, she was. Uh, she I know was, she was a Bond girl, but and that's she was
1: not- and she was Elizabeth in Pride and Prejudice. Oh, was, that right? She was Elizabeth. right? She was
0: Jane. She was Jane. Oh, Better. Jane. Okay. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see that, so I don't know that. But I you have though, I, right. I don't remember anyone. Knowing who Rosamund Pike was mm-hmm. prior to Gone Girl, you've seen, you've seen, you've seen Pride and Prejudice though, right? No, holy shit! I've never seen any of those like British period piece movies, really. Oh, you gotta see Joe Wright's Pride and Prejudice though. I've never seen Pride and Prejudice. I've never seen like Anna Karenina. I've never seen.
1: I've never seen Anna Karenina.
0: I've never seen uh like the the Emma from the. 90s oh, the,
1: yeah the, the the one with Gwyneth Paltrow holding yeah. a bow and
0: arrow right right the Gwyneth Paltrow one I've never seen uh what was the one with um uh Colin Firth that everyone gets all uh hot over oh, the collar well, about there, there was a there
1: was a Pride and Prejudice series on the BBC oh and that that's that one yeah where he where he's
0: Mr. He comes Darcy? Out of
1: shirt and he's all wet yeah
0: yeah Mr. Darcy yeah 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 so yeah, I, man. I guess I guess it's really just those it's just Emma and Pride and Prejudice adaptations that I haven't
1: seen. I guess there uh, are
0: another ones. I don't the know. Joe
1: Wright, the Joe Wright Pride and Prejudice is a stone cold classic that I would recommend watching. Okay, uh, got Matthew McFadden as Mister Darcy, Keira Knightley, uh, really great Donald right. Sutherland performance as Mister
0: Bennett. Donald Sutherland in like a British thing. Oh, people. Yeah. Okay. Interesting.
1: Oh. No, Don, beer
0: fest. Donald, Donald Sutherland is uh, bizarre. What a bizarre actor. Um, cool. Remember when we talked about him? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, Body We're, Snatchers, baby. That's what everyone um, looked like. In when, he was a, when he was a, uh, a a permed sex symbol. <laughs> I'm a permed sex symbol. Yeah, people in the 70s. What, how do you have a Donald, do you have a Donald <laughs> Sutherland impression? What, what is this? Oh my god. Hunger Games. Ah, uh, the impressions. Um,
1: <laughs> may they may may they always stay.
0: I will never forget uh, the description of President Snow's breath. Oh right, yeah. In the Hunger Games books, which is it smelled like roses covered in blood. God damn
1: it! Those books were so good. Yeah, they were good. Most of the movies were were pretty solid, but the books were great.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um. Uh, oh, another one. Uh, oh so, so anyway, so the script change. Yes. Um so after that in the movie uh he says, so he says, a lot's changed since then, Oliver. And he says, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. and that's that that's it. Like, that's all he says. Yep. And and but in the in the script, he says, for some of us, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I, like I actually that. like more, I think. Because I think I think the idea was that um he probably thought like, oh, you, I, you know, I can just say right and the audience will get the joke. Like, I don't mm-hmm. need to I don't need to spell it out for them. But the but the problem is that the shot doesn't have Gary in it. So we're losing the uh, what he's reference, what he's making the reference visual, to.
1: the visual language. Yeah. yeah.
0: the Yeah. The visual reference of him being like, right, because it's like like, you know, a lot's changed since then. And it's like you cut to Gary and then he's like, right.
1: But you know, you know what that, that reminds me of? It reminds me of when we were watching. I remember we were talking about Ant-Man before we saw it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the bit in Ant-Man where it's like, look, I'm I am I am done I my my days of breaking into places and stealing shit are over. So what do you want me to do? I need you to break into a place and steal some shit. And like we could imagine how Edgar Wright would have shot that. Yeah. And how different it is from how Peyton Reed shot that. Right. And just sort of what the what is in the frame is very important to whether or not a joke will land or communicate effectively.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, And I think this is one that doesn't quite work. They should not have changed it. I think Mm -hmm. if the the shot as presented in the film, if it had been edited exactly the same way, but Oliver says for some of us, yes, I think we would have gotten the joke more than him just being like, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah um and i assume it's just because like he made the change and then in the edit he was like oh this doesn't cutting back to gary like doesn't it does it just doesn't quite play right um you know it just doesn't yeah because he cuts into like a into like a medium um whereas like if he had cut into like a wide of gary where you get the whole look of like the the dms and the the jacket right maybe it would have worked a little bit better but um yeah, it doesn't doesn't quite doesn't quite work. Yeah, uh, I love that Gary says this is our chance to stake t- to take stock, and Oliver's like a stock take. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound so fun, um, yeah. Which I assume like a stock take, like it sounds like uh, uh, like inventory or something. Yeah, yeah, business stuff. Business stuff. So, oh man, he became a realtor. He did. He became a realtor. Now, of all of the characters. And their relationship to Gary and why they're agreeing to do this. I cannot figure out what Oliver's doing here. Yeah. You know, Oliver's kind of the black sheep of this crew. Where, like, you couldn't... They hide it. The movie hides it because they have such a great actor playing Oliver. Mm Mm-hmm. And so he has like amazing lines, like this whole back and forth about the horse. What? You're back on the horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gary King is back on the horse. You're back on the horse. I mean, I'm back on the bike. What is bike? What do you mean? What is bike slang for? Bicycle? <laughs> I'm lost. Don't be <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's so good. Cause it's like, yeah, cause you could kind of, uh, you,
1: you, you almost, you, you pick up the concern and, and Oliver's well you're back on the horse cuz he's like oh no are you are you on drugs again right right it's like what's what's bike slang for like are you what are we talking about drugs you know like <laughs> right what's just enough concern of like oh no like yeah. I, I don't want you to be on drugs again cuz that was really bad yeah
0: <laughs> bicycle, <laughs> bicycle. His I, bike is. i i love it because It's so like it's it's all in Oliver's performance like the lines are funny but the but like his performance is so good and I think that's true the whole movie he's one of the best performances in the movie but it's weird because it's like I don't know I don't I don't know what Oliver is like I think Oliver's purpose is he's sort of the hot guy of this because (laughs) he's the one that gets turned fastest right. You know, and so he's he's a stakes raiser Um, and And sort of the expendable one. Right, right. Which is which is fine um, because he's kind of the one who has his life together the most. Honestly, like he has nothing to gain for doing this. Yeah, you almost I, I feel like it's more one of my favorite little
1: moments in this movie is when they reconnect for the very first time. Uh huh. And no man's like, hello, Steven, how are you? It, it almost seems like he has more warmth for them than Gary. Right. So it's like, oh, well, I want to see, it'd be cool to see Steven and Andy and Peter again. Right, and if I have to put up with Gary for a day to do it, like that's that's a Saturday for me. That's a yeah,
0: day. that's interesting. That's interesting. I do like that the the idea, or and maybe he even uh, thinks like, oh, maybe I could get one of them to buy a house. If
1: I'm not mistaken, I think he does do some wheeling and dealing with them.
0: I, I think you might be right. I think at the at the service station he does it. He pulls out his card. Yeah, I think that's right. Um. I mean, well, I guess we'll find out like in a couple of weeks, but yeah, because yeah. he all he is still for forever. He, he has the cell
1: phone attached to his ear, you know? Yeah. Like he stole that dude wheeling and dealing with the big old cell phone.
0: Right. Right. Just now it's a Bluetooth.
1: Yeah. Like we I mean, we have the great reveal here where he's actually on the clock while they're having this conversation.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's the one that I don't quite I can't really get a handle on him. As much as I can, the other ones, but
1: I can't remember what his what his marital situation is. I
0: think, I think he's he, single. I don't. Okay. I don't. I think he's married to the work.
1: Yeah, married to the grind.
0: <laughs> right, married to the grind. I uh, <laughs> had another date tonight, and her name is Grind. <laughs> 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 um, I
1: like the idea uh, of them each getting a voiceover.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, he was the voiceover in um, Hot Fuzz. Oh that's right. Yeah.
1: Sasha he's, Nicholas.
0: He's in all of them. Yeah, he is.
1: He is he's, he's he's other Sean.
0: Yeah, he's other Sean. He's Well, no, he's other uh Sean's girlfriend. Oh, he's Oh, yeah cuz cuz cuz
1: cuz uh uh Jessica Stevenson is Sean. So right. he's Liz. He's other Liz. Right.
0: Liz, Liz, right. Yeah, he's other Liz. Um uh god he's so good. Um He's, he's so great. good. He's so I, good. There's a movie on Netflix where
1: he, it's like post-apocalyptic and he has a baby and I need to watch it because it's been a while since I saw him in a movie. It's
0: been a he, has a, he has a new show on FX too called Breeders.
1: Oh yeah, I've heard about that one.
0: Yeah, I kind of want to watch that too. It's like a a, a, a struggling parents show.
1: Yes, show. One of those.
0: Yeah, uh, looks like, um, kind of reminds me of um, Catastrophe.
1: Yeah, it's which, it's a which shame. Have you, he, which
0: if you if you haven't seen Catastrophe is it, fantastic.
1: Oh, for sure. I'll get to it eventually. I'll probably yeah. get to everything.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, sure. Um, I, uh, yeah, because I I don't know. I, I don't think I've really seen him in a lot since since Sherlock ended. Because like everything kind of happened at once. Because in my brain, like The Hobbit and Fargo and uh, Sherlock were all kind of in the same like th- three to four year ago span. Sure. Yeah. And it's been a minute since I saw him in something where I was like, "Oh hell yeah, Martin Freeman!" Oh, he was in that uh, paranormal movie about ghosts.
0: Oh, go, ghost story or something like ghost that. It was stories. called. Yeah, and
1: he was pretty he, good in that.
0: He yeah, he's okay. That movie's not. It's fine. Um, yeah, I didn't. I, it didn't light my world on fire as much as I wanted it to. But, mm-hmm. um, but Martin Freeman, man, uh, he's one of the greats. He's he really is. Like I. I'm gonna be. I, I for some reason he has he has kind of like Jack Lemon vibes to me. Definitely, absolutely. Bit, where he's like kind if, of if they did a remake of The Apartment with Martin Freeman, I'd be like, oh, that's actually perfect casting.
1: Oh hell yeah, I would definitely go to a black like a reading of it.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: Because he he, uh, you know, it's, it's funny that you say Everyman because there was a time to go into Martin Freeman's career a little bit. Uh, his first big job was playing tim on the office oh right yeah and believe was it his, or not his name was tim tim canterbury oh tim and then jim in the, gym, in the tim, yeah he, he was one, the Ameri- right. he was yeah jim was the american tim right 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 okay and uh he stated in 2004 that the role quote cast a very long shadow for him as an actor where if you can believe it back in 03-04, it was like oh no am i always just going to be tim from the office Right. Because Tim and Dawn was arguably an even more intense and cathartic TV love affair than Jim and Pam.
0: Yeah, because it wasn't strung along for for as long because it was only two yes. seasons. Yeah, where they're like, go get her, Tim, do it. Yeah. And then, you know, he was in Love
1: Actually in 2003. Right. And then uh, Black Books. He was in an episode of Black Books. And then, of course he was john watson and sherlock which was i think iconic
0: I, and- yeah i definitely think sherlock was the was was the thing that sort of like made everyone stand up and pay attention to mm-hmm. him um at, at you know after the office obviously sure. the office was great but um it wasn't until i think sherlock that people were like oh he's actually a really good actor we should put him on other things because i think yeah. it was after that is when he got um bilbo bilbo yeah and then we have he is, he is yeah. one
1: of, if not the best
0: part of that whole trilogy, yeah, I also just love that, in regards to the cornetto trilogy, each scene or each movie, his role got progressively larger,
1: definitely, yeah,
0: like it, the first one was basically a cameo, and then the second one was a cameo, but like a featured cameo mm-hmm. with like dialogue, and like he no. opened the movie and did mm-hmm. the v o. Um, and then now this one he's playing a full blown character. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing an Edgar Wright movie with Martin Freeman as the lead. Definitely. Uh, or like through- oh, or or a movie with uh, Martin Freeman and uh, and 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 uh, uh, Nay Stevens, Jessica Hines and Stevens. Yeah, it's yeah, like a Jessica, married couple. Jessica Hines. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. If Edgar Wright ever settles down, I would be interested to see what like an Edgar Wright movie about being a husband and a father would be like.
0: Yeah. Um I don't then, see that happening cuz I think he's I, too I think he's married to the work. He's married to the grind. <laughs> yeah, he's married to the grind. So maybe this uh, maybe maybe that's his role in this is he's the Edgar Wright. Some other stray
1: uh Martin Freeman performances I love, of course, uh, Lester Nygard and Fargo. Uh-huh. Uh I th- I'm a big big fan of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy movie.
0: Oh yeah, that's it's it's underrated. I think it it does a really good job of uh, of of taking the spirit of the book, like it's not a it's not a great adaptation. No, it, and I love the book as well. Yeah, I love the book too. It's not a great adaptation, but if you just accept it as its own thing, it sort of reminds me of um, the Constantine movie with, um, with yeah, Keanu with Reeves. Keanu, yeah, where you're like, this sucks as a Hellblazer uh, Hellblazer adaptation, but as a movie, it's actually pretty good.
1: Yeah, where you almost kind of, like, see Keanu Constantine as his own separate character. And now we have a really good direct adaptation of Hellblazer that exists in the DCW. Well,
0: uh
1: it's fun. I don't know. It's. Not, <laughs> I mean, I've, I haven't read a lot of Hellblazer comics. So I don't really... They're pr- a lot more hardcore than that guy is. I oh, might it's me, John Constantine. Love, bruv.
0: Yeah, I, he's, uh, I don't know. He's. He's a lot more of a... Gary King. Like Simon Pegg, like for my for my money, I think that Simon Pegg would have been a really good uh huh. John Constantine in uh like the early 2000s, mid 2000s. Got it. Somewhere in there. I think he's probably too old now, but mm-hmm. um back in the day, I think he would have made a really good uh John Constantine cuz uh yeah, Gary King has some John Constantine in him for sure. Um I it's crazy to me that when you get on Martin Freeman's IMDb, the things he's most known for are, one, Everett K. Ross and Black Panther, which is like, what? <laughs> like uh, yeah. How do people remember that he's even in that movie? He's like so not memorable. He, he
1: has one of my uh, – a secret quote that me and my friend uh, Caleb have with each other is there's a part in Black Panther where he's talk where Everett K. Ross is talking to T'Challa. Uh-huh. And he's like, hey, look, I like you a lot. <laughs> and like it always just made us laugh for some reason and it's like okay like, hey look I-, I like you a lot but i can't keep whatever the whatever the rest of the line is yeah but it's
0: just like you like him a lot
1: <laughs> you've-, you've met him like once
0: yeah but it's it's always number one is everett k ross in black panther mm-hmm. and he is two through four are the three hobbit movies Um, it's, it's weird to me that like Sherlock is not in the mix here. Yeah. I feel like he's much more well known as, as John Watson over, over Everett K. Ross. Like maybe, maybe, maybe like maybe the three Hobbits and then Sherlock, but well, not maybe, Black Panther. Maybe it's that those are his biggest
1: match. Those are those get him the most points on the IMDb algorithm.
0: Oh, maybe, maybe. Because I mean,
1: like Zach's top credit is the the suit that he made in Infinity
0: War. I guess that's true. Yeah, fair enough. Our uh, friend Zach Luna. Helped. Yeah, our yep. friend Zach Luna, uh, co-host of uh, my co-host on Spider Man Minute. Um. Yeah, I guess so. I guess maybe that's on the M'Baku what suit. The that's what the thing is here. I guess. I don't know. But um, Martin Freeman is uh, great. He's great. And
1: he should always be in stuff.
0: He should. He should. He's about to turn 50. Mm -hmm. He's 49. But uh, as young as he ever was. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He hasn't really aged very much. No, he has white hair, but uh, he's still very youthful. He has a a sprite-like energy about him yeah he's he's a, he's a felt he's a little dude, yeah, I like him, Martin Freeman. so <laughs> <Is> that's uh <laughs> I feel like that's uh not a unpopular opinion though. um he's great uh anyway, so we get a fun we get a fun couple of cameos here yeah, so 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 we got Rafael Spall and Alice Lowe,
1: right uh Raffae Spall being the uh the other of the two Andes, right
0: Prometheus, um, right? Uh, previously what? in Shaun of the Dead as uh, as Shaun's bully <laughs> at work. <laughs> what you've got red on you? <laughs> Thought you said we couldn't have personal phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, like chewing it. that gum. <laughs> <laughs> so great! Oh man! So he's
1: also been on. He's also uh, he, he he's a three timer
0: yeah yeah he's a three timer although I think people forget that he's a three timer because he looks so different to sean yeah the
1: he really he really uh <laughs> got healthy
0: yeah he is uh svelte, yeah to say the least um he is trying to not follow in his father's footsteps
1: mm-hmm. or
0: or rat steps as the as the case may be yeah his father's peter peregrew, his father's a fucking rat <laughs> his father's a fucking rat <laughs>
1: uh yeah that's anyway. insane to me because those two i do not think of those two being it's not like a Sarsgard situation where whenever i see one of the other scars guards i'm like oh yeah stalin scars guard
0: right. right
1: you don't you don't think of timothy spall when you think of rafael spall
0: yeah it's true it's true um but uh yeah so rafael spall and then alice Lowe, um is someone that i was Uh, actually pretty familiar with at this point because of I think I think it happened before this movie um, if I'm not mistaken yeah it did a year before she was in a movie called sightseers which I saw because uh, Edgar Wright produced it and he had produced attack the block and I was like well he's only produced two movies that he didn't direct Attack the block, and now this, so this must be as good as attack the block um mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not it's fine, it's good, I like it. you're and not the- a big Ben Wheatley guy though no, I'm not I'm not a big Ben Wheatley guy um i i don't I don't find his uh aesthetic uh, aesthetic and and uh directorial choices they are not my favorite stuff um but yeah. i uh, but it's also um. Uh, uh, Steve Oram, he, her, uh, co-star in sightseers, um, is also in the world's end later. He plays the, uh, the cop. Oh, great. He pulls them over. Um, Alice Lowe has a
1: legendary IMDB. If you're a, if you're an Anglophile, if you're a fan of British television, she's been in it. Garth Marenghi's dark place. She yeah. was in it. Black book, the mighty boosh. Yeah. Little Britain, the it crowd. Yeah. Pulling, Hot Fuzz, she played Tina. Of course. Mr. Skinner. Mr. Skinner. Yeah. <laughs> Kill List, she was in
0: Skins. She was in Roddy Hell. It's Arian Pole. Did you mention Bandersnatch, that she was in Bandersnatch? Who was she in Bandersnatch? I haven't she, gotten she, there yet. Oh, in Bandersnatch, she was the- uh, The therapist, right? Yeah, she was the therapist that he has like a kung fu fight with.
1: That's great. She was in an episode of Sherlock. Yeah. She was- Oh. Uh, she was the Geographer's Guild receptionist in Paddington. Oh right, yes, absolutely, she was. Uh, she was in the movie Adult Life Skills, starring the Doctor herself, Jodie Whittaker. Yeah,
0: yeah, She's she, has, she has she one of those uh, uh British character actor uh, resumes that are um like th- where it's just like she didn't make a lot of money on any of this. She just works. Like she just fucking works. Yeah. You know?
1: She's like uh she's like she's like uh like Judy Greer or Yeah. Um I'm drawing a blank because character actresses.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um I mean like uh she was she was sort of uh Olivia Coleman before Olivia Coleman sure. like, got elevated to uh mm-hmm. uh Oscar winning actress Olivia Coleman. Um, she was in, oh, she's the lead in that Prevenge movie. I haven't seen it yet. I, oh my God, she wrote and directed Prevenge. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't realize that. Uh, that's that, um, that horror comedy about the, it's, it's the, it's a shutter movie. And it's like, the woman is like pregnant. She's holding a knife behind her back. Oh, uh, shutter. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. Have shutter. Shutter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Widow Ruth is seven months pregnant when, believing herself to be guided by her unborn baby, embarks on a homicidal rampage, dispatching anyone who stands in her way. Great. Yeah. Well, so, if I hadn't
1: have already used my shutter trial to watch Mandy, I would happily have done so. Wait, did you? Revenge? I, think I thought I, yeah.
0: I. I thought I used mine.
1: Oh, cool. Then I still have a free trial left. Yeah, I think you still have a free trial. Maybe I watch Revenge. Man. Yeah. Mandy. What a movie. <laughs> it
0: was a it was a
1: thing that i witnessed oh i love mandy i have a i bought a shirt from mandy at t public
0: yeah i know you loved it <laughs> i'm glad I one lo- of us did
1: i love i love cage though i'm a sucker for cage
0: yeah i i mean you know me i don't like the i don't like like really uh, i don't know whatever that was I, it was not my thing yeah not my thing
1: I would love to I I I wouldn't I would I, I don't I know you wouldn't like Color Out of Space but I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on Color Out of Space.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like uh it helped that uh uh one of us was on drugs while not <laughs> <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I think that's the kind of movie that probably uh is uh helped with that um definitely that uh that that choice. Um Boy, anyway. can you imagine Nicolas Cage in an Edgar
1: Wright movie? Oh my god. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yes. No, yeah. Are, 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 you, are you thinking he should he should
0: have been Doc? Yes. Okay, hundred uh, yeah. yes. <laughs> percent. Yes. 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 Uh, Edgar, I know you're listening to this. You're not. But if you were, uh you should when you make Baby Driver 2. Reshoot all of Doc's scenes, get Kevin Spacey out of there and just replace him with Nicolas Cage. That was would be sl- the perfect person to replace Kevin Spacey in the roles of, of Doc. That would be was amazing. He s- was he slow? Was he slow? <laughs>
1: Don't quote Monsters Inc. to me. It pisses me off.
0: Oh man. Oh my god, It's <laughs> so good. Oh <laughs> uh, wow. Well, we we fixed Baby Driver. Wow. Yeah, I mean it would be it would be impossible to actually do that, but um sure, yeah. Yeah, Nicolas Cage in Baby Driver 2? Hell yeah. Bring it. Let's make it happen. Well, let's make it happen. But yeah, he definitely should have played. <laughs> should have played Doc. <laughs> oh my god. Just <laughs> just oh, uh, Nicolas Cage in like full blown like national treasure mode as Doc. Oh man. Mozart with a go-kart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Ah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Oh man. That's next level.
1: What's that what's that line that he has? He's got a He's got a Oh, never mind. I can't
0: think of it right now. I don't yeah. Cuz I mean the thing with that movie is that like all the dialogue are like music lyrics. So mm-hmm. um they they all have that sort of like He's got a hum in like, the drum. Yeah, yeah. Hum in the drum. Like uh, they all have like a musical quality to them, mm-hmm. um, which I've makes them when you when you remember a part of them, it makes it really easy to remember the whole thing. But if you can't, it's like yeah, it's like trying to remember a lyric without the music, without like singing like, along to it, you know? Yeah. It's like how the
1: second time you listen to an album is almost like listening to it for the first time.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. the first time you listen
1: to an album, it's almost like a blur. Right. You're just like kind of experiencing it. Yeah, but then you're you're like okay, this is track one, this is track two, this is track three. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. We're not gonna do Baby Driver minute, but nope. it's, uh It's worth it's worth talking about.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Uh, like I I've thought about like one one thing that I thought about with Baby Driver is like not doing minute by minute because that would be um, I I just don't think it holds up to that format. But if you did it, if you did Baby Driver track by track oh yeah yeah um that could be kind of cool because that would only be like i don't know how many songs are in there maybe like 30 episodes Mm -hmm. something like that 25 30 i don't know
1: it'll be it'll be our like it'll be our it'll be like how in back to the future we covered the ride
0: yeah totally right um since we're doing scott pilgrim on uh the patreon um but uh but then again, uh, you know, uh, when we get to the end of this, we might uh, be uh, looking at uh, last night in Soho as the the true epilogue to this uh, this Right. Journey. You so never know. You never know. I'm so interested to see what's going to happen to that movie. Yeah, yeah. I I don't. I feel like it's not going to go anywhere. I don't think it'll. Oh work. no. I
1: mean, I I, I know. I I'm 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 pretty certain that we're going to see it. It'll just be very interesting to see where we're at with stuff by the autumn.
0: Oh yeah, true. True. Uh,
1: now, I I I don't think it's going to like go the way of new mutants or anything like that, but it'll be interesting to see what
0: yeah, happens. Yeah. I think it's it's opening late enough that I don't think its release date will get affected. Sure. Hopefully. Finish that autumn's best. getting crowded though. Yeah.
1: Black Widow, No yeah. Time to Die.
0: Yeah, but it's opening in September. So That's true. You know, very, very early autumn. So hopefully mm-hmm. hopefully that's okay. Uh so there's this uh there's another script change here where um the this couple who are seeing the, the house played by Rafa's Spall and Alice Lowe, uh mm-hmm. say that uh it's really lovely, it's just a little out of their price range, and then Gary says <laughs> you'll knock some off for you. How much is it? And they says one point two million. In the movie, Gary goes, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and then they leave. And uh, but in the script, it's it, Gary says he goes 1.2 million, and Gary goes, fuck me, run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think
1: that's a, a, a Yeah.
0: I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I like I kind of like that because it's the 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 fuck off is like what is he saying fuck off to? Is he telling them to fuck off? Is he saying fuck off no way this costs 1.2 million dollars yeah um like i don't i don't believe you or like what 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 is his
1: i think what, it, i think i don't know i kind of read it as like well the house that they're in doesn't look like a 1.2 million dollar home uh-huh it looks like just a, a
0: house well i don't know I don't. I, cause I, I, I don't know what the housing market is like in England.
1: That's true. Because like in LA, like,
0: yeah, this this house in LA is easily one point two. It's probably a lot more than that. Honestly, that, that's very true. It's probably like two or three mil.
1: I've heard London's a very expensive city to live in.
0: Yeah, I don't think this is London though. I don't know where this is, but mm-hmm. maybe it is London. Maybe that's why it's so expensive because it's in London. Um, I don't know. We don't get a good idea of where any of them are. That's true. Actually, the fact that Oliver was at that, like, that coffee shop, it did look like a city coffee shop. So maybe he is in London. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's why it costs so much. 1.2 million. Uh,
1: and then we get uh, we get the first utterance of uh, arguably O-Man's catchphrase, WTF.
0: Yep. Gary, WTF? It's good to see you too, O-Man. <laughs> Uh, I just love that Gary doesn't know what WTF means and just, like, decides what it must, like, (laughs) vaguely what it means, what it feels like it means. Kind of like when, like, like a cat or a dog, like, barks or meows and you're just like, oh, are you hungry? Or like, oh, do you want to go out? (laughs) You know? (laughs) You're like, you don't actually know what that bark meant, but you like to assume that you do. Yeah. Good
1: to see you too, oh, man. Yeah, WTF is a great, like, oh, this guy kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gary, WTF? (laughs)
0: Gary, WTF? Oh, man. Good to see you too, old man. (laughs) (laughs) Good Uh, week. Yeah, this was a good week. And uh, thank
1: you for joining us this past week. Uh, As always, if uh, you've enjoyed us, if you've enjoyed our podcasting skills, we really appreciate it. If you head on over to duelinggenre.com slash support, that's where you can find our Patreon. Mm -hmm. For as little as $3 a month, you will gain access to, quite literally, hundreds upon hundreds of hours of content. Yes. Uh, We think it's it's
0: so much, and it's literally hundreds and hundreds of hours. It's so much stuff, and it's pretty
1: evergreen too. It's got everything from us talking about the Fast and Furious movies to Scott Pilgrim Minute, Scott Pilgrim versus the Minute, a really fun podcast. It's a bit of a looser vibe. It's got Brian, it's got Gary Roby Jr., it's got Cassandra Fredrickson. Uh It's just a fun jam. Of a it time, is. and
0: it is, and all all kinds of stuff that I haven't even listened to or been a part of. Yeah, I do uh, the. I've been doing the uh, Star Wars commentaries with Zach, um, Zach Luna, uh, previous guest of the show, and uh, my co-host on Spider Man Minute. We've been doing Spider uh, uh, Star Wars commentaries. Nick joined us for one of those.
1: Yeah, yeah. The Daily Bugle, the Weekend Bugle. Yeah, you the guys Weekend talk Bugle. Spider Man.
0: Yeah. Our uh, Back to the Future podcast, where we talked about every single fucking Robert Zemeckis movie. Yeah, No Roads Edition. Uh, we did that. Uh, we're also because of the uh, the quarantine that's happening, we are going to be bringing back our uh, our classic podcast, uh, Not Writing, which is just. Uh Nick and I kinda shooting the shit for an hour. Yeah, it's um, talking
1: about what we're, what we're reading or watching or thinking about and yeah. you know where it's all off topic. Right. There is right. no off topic.
0: Yeah. So if you just like hearing us talk, well not writing, that's uh that's gonna be on Patreon. So three dollars uh, a month. That cup bucks. of coffee that you can't go out and get anymore, throw it our way. Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate it. Uh we'll wake you up. Yeah. <laughs> <Dueling> <laughs> <genre>. <laughs> com slash support. We'll wake you up. <laughs> we'll wake you up.
1: And uh, thank you so much. It's been another great week. Can't wait to see you again. But uh, we'll be back on Monday with Minute 11. But for now, let's boo boo.